This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a weekly show where we learn what it means to rise above the human condition. We hope the conversation today is just what you need for the week ahead. Yes, 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 we are back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Transcend Human Podcast. So good to be with you. Uh, coming off a little holiday break, uh, we ended things back in December, early in December, maybe even end of November. Uh, took a big break. I had a lot of thinking to do. I uh, really wanted to decide what the next steps would be for the podcast. So here we are, January 22, 2024. Um, Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. So this this episode is basically going to be a disclaimer. It's going to be a, a wrap-up of what we have done in the past. It's going to be a launch into something completely new. Although, as you'll see, there will be some, some tie-ins uh, to the content that we've been producing for the last, what, three years? or something like that. Yeah. Episode 176. Crazy. Um, starting with a change in the minute of transparency. So I'm going to call this one the end of an era because that's exactly what it is. Uh, from this point on, I'm putting the minute of transparency to bed. It lived a good life, but it's tired. It just wants to live out its few remaining good years in peace. So instead of creating content each time for this, um, I'll just let you look for it within each episode because I've realized that I'm a pretty transparent person on this podcast and not just during the minute of transparency, but throughout the episodes, I tell stories, I share opinions. I try to be as open and honest as possible about my life and the struggles and the things that I've, I've been doing, the things that are important to me, things like that. So from now on, no more minute of transparency. Instead, it'll just be sprinkled in uh, throughout each episode moving forward. So with that said, let's dive in. Today's topic, transcending your brand. Chapter one, it's been done before. Chapter two, what it looks like for me. And chapter three, worth the risk. Chapter one, it's been done before. So like I said, these times, they are a changing, uh, transcend human. It has, has run its course. It's, it's come full circle. It's really at a crossroads. So we talked about this, like I said, before Christmas, uh, the possibility that things might be changing a bit, but before I launch into that, uh, let's just acknowledge that it's been done before. So here's a few examples where I've seen people change directions in the type of content they pr are producing online. First off, we have The Story Grid with Sean Coyne and Tim Grawl. I think I've mentioned this podcast a number of times before. Um, just an amazing podcast that was going on way before I ever found it, right? But it totally changed my view of writing, the mechanics involved, and just how to edit your writing. So I want to try to explain it, but I'm going to, I'm not going to do it justice, but I have no other option. So story grid is a philosophy of editing, uh, similar to let, let's say you wrote a novel and you wrote your novel based on what we call the hero's journey. 
So the hero's journey is very specific. It has specific acts, act one, act two, act three. It has specific um, elements or things that have to happen. There are specific characters in the hero's journey. Um, similarly, the story grid is a framework for telling a good story. And I won't go into all of it because there is a lot, but here's just an example. According to Sean Coyne, the guy who created this entire thing, um, he believes in this thing called the five commandments of storytelling. And it's his belief that these five commandments will be seen throughout your entire book, throughout an entire act in your book, and throughout an entire scene in your book. Every single one of these story elements should have these five um, things within them. The inciting incident, the turning point or progressive complication, the crisis, the climax, and the resolution. So when I started reading and I started listening to this podcast, I really was just blown away by how much detail you can put into writing. And as time went on, um, it took some really interesting twists and turns, right? Different content told different ways. And then abruptly in, in May of 2023, it just ended. Now, StoryGrid itself isn't over. It's not done. It's still a huge thing. It's a growing company that's really stewarding well that original concept that Sean Coyne put out there. And it's basically moved into the publishing field and it publishes manuscripts that follow the StoryGrid methodology. Now, I wouldn't be surprised at some point to see the podcast start up again or for something very new and innovative to take its place. But at some point in there, the story grid changed. Next, we have Jeff Goins. So similar to story grid, I found Jeff Goins way back in the day. He had already been doing his thing for a good long time. Uh, he's a blogger, author, podcaster, content creator. Um, he was the chief architect of the tribe conference that ran for, I think, four, maybe five years. But I just totally connected with his content when I found it. To summarize, the portfolio life is a life that you live different from the lives that our parents and their parents lived. So think back to the way that our parents um, viewed life, right? You, you went to school, you got a job, and you worked at that job single-handedly for the next 30, 40, 50 years of your life until you retired. You got your gold watch, and then you rode off into the sunset, right? That, that's kind of our traditional view of a life well-lived. The portfolio life, however, suggested that that really can't be the case. In today's um, age of technology and how fast things move, you really need to have a portfolio life, which is a life that includes many different skills, many different interests, many different passions. And at any given point, you could be doing one of those passions, if not two, maybe three of those passions. And so I really got connected to this podcast because it was, it was explaining my life to me, right? It was explaining why I was working at a job that I wasn't super happy in. And yet I also had these other passionate areas in my life where I really wanted to expand my skill set, move into and 
you know, if, if I died and went to heaven, you know, maybe I could do one of those other things full time. Then abruptly he ended the portfolio life podcast. His next project was called, Hey creator, also a podcast but very focused on the, the nuance that comes with the creative process. That podcast ran for one season and then it ended. And I haven't heard anything further from Jeff since then, but I don't doubt that he's off on some other tangent doing some other part of his portfolio life. And finally, from the church world, uh, my wife's favorite human being of all time, Carlos Whitaker. Now, I only assume this is true because every time I look over at her phone, I see his face. It's either an Instagram post or a TikTok, or she's listening to an episode of his podcast. Los Witt, as he refers to himself, was a worship leader, I think, at Andy Stanley's church, North Point Church in Atlanta, maybe, Atlanta, Georgia. And at some point, he left. He became an author, podcaster, and content creator. Uh, He had a long-running podcast called Human Hope. That is until this year. Los has reinvented his podcast, and now it's just the Carlos Whitaker podcast. And I'm assuming that he will deliver fresh new content under his name for the next two, three, four, five years and beyond. I don't know. Which actually reminds me of a very funny story. So back when I worked at Granger Community Church in Indiana... Um, I had a blog because who didn't have a blog back in the mid to late 2000s? And it was called Web Driven Church. I had basically done all of the branding myself. I built my own website and I was cranking out post after post on this site. Some of it was personal, but mainly it was a professional blog about the church and the ever changing digital world that it found itself in. At some point, my boss, the communication director, pulled me aside and she explained that I was doing everything wrong. She said, web-driven church isn't a good brand. You're just pigeonholing yourself. You're you're hiding behind a name that no one's even going to recognize. What you should be doing is blogging as yourself, your own name, right? You should be the brand. So basically, DarylMcMullen.com with a tagline like web director, blogger, innovator, or something like that. This way, people would start to associate my content with me and not a brand. In this scenario, I would be the brand. Well, I never took her advice, possibly because at some point I just stopped blocking altogether. But now here I am still not taking her advice, right? Because I've created this new brand called Transcend Human. But what I've come to understand about myself is that maybe that's okay with me. Maybe that's just who I am. I'm not trying to elevate myself or my name. I'm not trying to become a known entity. I actually love what I do. And I love that I'm behind the scenes much of the time. On the podcast, people hear my voice and they come to know me over the years. And that's good enough for me. But it sounds like Los Witt was a fly on the wall back in my boss's office all those years ago because he apparently took her advice. He moved from human hope to just becoming the brand himself, which is probably smart in the long run, especially because his name is already pretty recognizable in the church world. The point behind each of these examples is that people, and at times companies or organizations, reinvent themselves. 
Maybe it's a full rebrand with new logo and new colors. Maybe it's a whole new name, as in Carlos Whitaker's podcast. Or maybe it's just heading in a new direction, the way Jeff Goins did with his new podcast. Whatever the case, the idea is that change is good. Reinvention is valid. Doing something new is not a problem. The whole point behind Jeff Goins' first podcast, The Portfolio Life, like we said, was that you don't have to work at a corporate job for 40 years, get the gold watch, and retire. You can diversify, you can do multiple things, and create that portfolio of skills and creative pursuits. And at any point, you can spend more time on one than the other, and then switch it up and do another thing more often. And that's the part that really resonated with me. And it's where I find myself when it comes to transcend human. My original idea had merit, right? I mean, there's 175 episodes that go to show that it had merit. I was able to dive into specific topics that were important to me. Um, We went through the following podcast series, Controversy Theory, Conscience-Driven Therapy, Transcendent Parenting, uh, Transcendent Deconstruction, Transcending Woke, Transcending Eschatology, along with some transcendent rants, some stories about our fostering journey, and much, much more. At this point, I would consider Transcend Human a success. I did what I set out to do. It's not like I'm out of ideas. I could just keep going on and doing more of the same thing for as many years as I felt like doing it. But there is this other thing. There's something else in my portfolio, something else that has captured my attention. And I want to do more of that. Chapter two, what it looks like for us. So when I think about people living the portfolio life, Rob Bell is probably the best example I can think of. If you know Rob or follow his life on his podcast called The Robcast, you completely understand. Rob led a megachurch in Michigan where he created content that was what I consider light years ahead of its time. I still remember watching his NUMA videos Uh, It was a series of videos he created and just being blown away by the level of creativity um, used in making those videos. At some point, Rob started writing books. Then he left the church world and became more of a consultant, though I think he still wrote books and produced engaging in content throughout all that time. Uh, He did a stint on the Oprah show where he was brought in as a spiritual guru of sorts. Um, He even did a podcast episode on her Super Soul Conversations show. Uh, But even though that sounds like a lot, we're just getting started. Go to his website and you'll see other things that he's been up to lately. Uh, He has a masterclass style gathering that he calls Two Days in Ojai. Uh, He just wrote a new sci-fi novel called Where Do You Park Your Spaceship? He does an art show where he displays his artwork, typically art made out of reclaimed scraps of wood that he finds in, in his neighborhood or in his community. Uh, he wrote a couple plays recently, one called What's a Nucka, another called We'll, Be, we'll Get Back to You. Uh, there are audiobooks on fear and failure, burnout, resilience, money, uh, and believe it or not, he even released a music album called Humans on the Floor. Now, what I'm not going to tell you is that everything he touches turns to gold. In fact, many of these creative pursuits are less than stellar. The stuff that interests very small groups of people, but not the masses. And that's okay. 
There's nothing wrong with that. If it's in him and he needs to pull it out, more power to him. What would it look like if each of us had that same level of confidence, right? To find those little things inside of us trying to get out and set them free, regardless what the world thinks. It's all part of the creative process. And I just love watching Rob do all of the things because I want to be more like that. So what if I tried to be more like that? What if I did a new thing? What if I went a slightly different direction with Transcend Human? In the last episode, I called myself a writer. I explained why and I gave some backstory as to the the fact that I've always been writing something, right? Since I was in high school, from short stories to poems to blog posts uh, to book chapters in my graduate program to Controversy Theory, the manuscript that never did get published, um, but is a complete manuscript all the way up to these podcast episodes, right? And even a few chapters of a fiction ba- a fiction story based on a novel series that I dreamed up one night back in 2011. And that's the piece that's been missing. Writing. Writing that isn't just functional in nature, like the writing that I do for the podcast. Writing that is more creative and new, having to be discovered from deep within you each time you sit down to write. If somebody would pay me to live this life, I would take it in a heartbeat. But that's not how life works, at least for most of us, right? Writing doesn't make you money. So most people do it in their spare time as a passion project. Stephen Pressfield refers to this as having a shadow career, working at a job out of necessity to make money and to survive, even though it's not the thing that you really feel called to do. And most of the writers that I know follow a similar uh, trajectory, right? They tell a similar story. Most wrote for two hours every morning or while their children were sleeping or napping, finding ways to fit it in edgewise to get it done. It's basically what I do in order to keep writing and recording the Transcend Human podcast. But what if I took the leap and actually started working on a novel? What would that look like? Chapter three, it's worth the risk. As with anything in life, there are risks. The biggest risk I've come up with in this case is losing followers, losing podcast subscribers that came for one thing and now they're being forced to listen to something completely different, which I totally get. On the one hand, there is no way around it, right? I want to switch the podcast from a felt need, self-help, spirituality type podcast to one that chronicles a fiction writer's journey. And that's a huge change. But as I thought through this over the break, I've come up with a few bridges that might just help tie the two together. So first of all, the story that I'm working on is actually based on the things that we've been discussing on the podcast, namely the controversy, the battle between good and evil, the human condition and how it's been influenced by the sin virus, the belief that the world will end and at some point that all things will be made new. Of course, being a science fiction series, there's also some crazy stuff, stuff that isn't really part of our current worldview. Combined, it will be an epic journey filled with good and evil, mystery, intrigue, suspense, um, and an ending that is out of this world. Number two, each podcast episode will still be relevant to the world around us. In other words, I don't think that I can do episodes strictly discussing the story itself. 
or the the way that I'm writing or what I'm writing. I still need to be talking about life, about my family, about things that are going on in the world because these play a big part in the trajectory of my story. And finally, you'll get a front row seat behind the curtain. So we've talked about a lot of things on the podcast, right? But what if we talked about them in a different way? What if we move from talking about anxiety to talking about the anxiety the protagonist in the story is experiencing and how he or she is working through it? Now, I'm not 100% sure what this looks like, but it really excites me, right? Incorporating felt need topics into the podcast as elements characters in the story are actually dealing with could be pretty cool. Just saying. So there you go. Risk number one, and some of the reasons why it might not be as risky as I originally thought. Risk number two, no immediate reward. Now, this is one of the reasons why I stopped working on the book in the first place. I was looking at the ROI, the return on investment. With a podcast, there's an immediate ROI. You are able to post something that you have on your mind, and it's immediately available online. And you can see how many people engaged with your content. Um, it's, it's like a cycle of dopamine um, that you get every 7 to 14 days, right? But with a book, you work on it for months, probably years, and the ROI basically isn't there. And for sure, it's not guaranteed because there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Writing is a very solitary endeavor. And the only ROI is the feeling that you're getting while you're writing. For those of us who write, there's this feeling that you get when you're in the zone. It's like a slow dopamine leak, right? Not a lot, but it still feels good. And you can get addicted to it the same way that you get addicted to exercise, for example. And that's the dilemma for me. With a podcast, I feel like I'm able to get the content out there into the world every 7 to 14 days and then move on to the next thing. But with writing, it's going to be a journey, a long, long journey, and something that I may never get to fully share with the world. So is there a way to mitigate risk number two? I don't think so. Writing a full-length book or novel is what it is. It's a lot of hard work that may or may not pay off years from now and not pay off in a financial sense, just pay off in that it gets released into the world. That could be the only return on your massive investment. So for 2024, what I'm trying to accomplish is how to keep both going at the same time. Keep doing the podcast so that there is this regular interaction with the world around me but also embark on this amazing journey that I've wanted to take for so many years. The best of both worlds, right? But I know I can't keep doing this podcast about one thing and be writing a novel about something totally different. That pulls my brain in too many directions. So that's where the idea came from, to keep doing the podcast, to document my progress on the book, and along the way, we will still have fun conversations about the human condition, the sin virus, our struggles, our wins, and what the future holds. I believe it's worth the risk. So there you go. There's the big change. There's the reinvention of Transcend Human. Starting with the next episode, we will dive headlong into it. Now, I had a couple options when it came to this change. First, I could start a whole new podcast kind of like Jeff Goins, and keep the content completely separate. 
The pros to that, I could technically keep doing both podcasts if I found the time. The cons is that it would be completely new with no followers and people would have to add another podcast to their library. Number two, I could start a series on Transcend Human that focused on writing the novel. The pros to that is that all the content would be in the same place and people wouldn't have to go anywhere to find the new content. The con is that the change is happening in the content, right? We're, we're taking the content in a different direction. And for the people who have already been invested in the current content, it means change. But after weighing everything out, I chose the second option to just keep everything on transcend human. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to brainstorm the best way to make this change visually, as well as through the content, right? There will probably be some simple changes to the look of the website. There will probably be verbiage added to the website, trying to explain the change. Uh, there will probably be a landing page of some sort for all of this content, um, even though it will still be part of the same podcast. And I'll need to come up with a name for the content, right? Like new podcast series or something like that. I don't know. But when it's all done, we should be ready to rock and roll. And the next full episode will kick off a very long process of writing a novel and documenting the process as we go. So let's land the plane. Moment of silence. Take a deep breath. There you go. In part to remember where we've been, all the good stuff that we've talked about on the podcast, but also to prepare for the next run. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared, but I'm also geeked out of my mind. Uh, I can't wait to dive into this next chapter. I want to thank each and every one of you who have been around and who have followed Transcend Human for any length of time. And I want to thank those of you willing to make this change with me and dive into this new uncharted part of the ocean. It's a grand adventure that will feel completely familiar and yet different at the same time. And again, we get to do it together. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today, helping me dream about the future. Um, it's going to come and it's going to be awesome. Uh, I can't wait to share this new change with you guys and uh, see where it takes us. So have a great week, everyone. And as we always say, keep transcending human. Mm -hmm.